Hello, I'm Arianna Raji Lee, founder of Pasha Mama, and welcome to our conversation, In Conversation, the podcast where I speak to women's health practitioners, baby and toddler experts, mamas and mums-to-be, to find out about what they do and how their story can support you through modern motherhood. Let's get started, shall we? Hi, guys. Um, welcome to another episode of... Uh, Mama's the Word, The Unspoken Truths of Motherhood. This episode is with Katrina C. Um, and it's a really, really lovely chat. Katrina is a uh, writer and the way that she talks about things, the way that she describes things, the way that she expresses herself, I think is so delicious. And she, you know, she really, even for me as, as somebody who doesn't have children, I, I, I certainly, what she was saying certainly resonated in so many ways with me. So I, I really hope that it does for you in some ways. We obviously talk about her family's experience of the pandemic. Um, we look at balancing emotions um, between yourself and your little one kind of showing, when is showing too much, too much. We touch on mindful parenting, something that Katrina practices, and we also discuss race and racial issues um, and how she broaches those subjects with her children. It's a really inspiring chat. As always, I am enamored and blown away and humbled by um, our community's voice and ability to share and desire to want to share experiences so that everyone can feel supported and loved and nurtured. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation. Katrina, hello. Good morning. How are you? Morning. Hi, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Um, it feels like I've done half a day already. What is it? It's like half ten or 10 something. 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. It goes in, you know, I take, I've learned to sort of have to just take each day as it comes. And uh, today's energy is a good day. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to that. Yeah, that, that's it exactly. Isn't it? You have to kind of roll with it, um, especially at this time. But yeah, it's so far so good. Good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to me. Why don't you um, introduce yourself to the community, your name, family setup, kids? Okay, so I'm Katrina, um, otherwise known as the Unrefined Soul Scribe, if you're going via my IG. Um, I am a mother to two children, so I have an eight-year-old and a, I keep saying 14-month-old, but I think she's 16 months now. <laughs> That's how this year is just like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, so at the moment, very busy, you actually might hear them, one of them might turn up, but been busy homeschooling and, you know, I had portion share of maternity leave, but I'm actually back working in full-time employment as well as doing my, my, um, I don't like to refer to it as a side hustle. I haven't got the right name for it yet, but you know, I'm a writer and I share my, my insights on life. So that's from motherhood to healing, self-awareness, personal development, um, general musings on, on things as I evolve and grow. Um, so yeah, that's me. That's really lovely. And I love, you know, I was going to actually ask, are you a writer? You know, there I've, I've mentioned to you before, you know, there's some posts that you've put and there's this beautiful kind of script that goes with it in the caption, which we will be, we will be sharing because the words are, yeah. are really, really beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, 
I it it took a while actually for me to give myself that that self-appointed title of writer um which I think is something that a lot of people go through you know whether you title yourself as an entrepreneur or a, a content creator whatever it may be you know and obviously I don't like to to stick too rigidly to labels but me seeing myself and allowing myself to refer to, to myself as a writer was a big thing um, because it's always been a passion. It's something that comes very naturally to me. Um, and it's something that I've realized is not only a healing tool for me, but also for others that read my words. Um, and it's been great for me to, particularly this year, to express just the enormity of what I've observed, what I've gone through myself, um, in able to connect with people. So, so yeah, so that's, that's, I think, my main offering is, you know, sharing and connecting through the medium of writing. Yeah. Which is really, really lovely. And I completely understand that it's a it's a very meditative and, and very cathartic process. You mentioned yeah. you mentioned, you know, especially this year. Now it's been a massive year. Um, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Maybe we can just start with how your family has experienced these last 10 months living in a pandemic with, with two young ones at home? Um, where to start? So <laughs> it's a big question, I know. Big question. It's almost um, like I don't, I wouldn't, I would expect you to just turn around and be like, how the hell do you think we've experienced? Yeah. Like, literally, as we started this conversation, taking each day as it comes. Um when when the news kind of filtered through that we, that things were going to change quite drastically. My, I think my initial response was like, you know, I won't swear, but it, it was like, what, you know, seriously? Um, because at that point I had just got into the stride with baby about four months or so at the time when this whole thing kicked off. And we had a really nice, we were kind of getting into the flow, you know, of like the herd to herd patterns throughout the day. It was really quite zen, you know, and just having that time to kind of recalibrate before then going to do the school run and as well having that time to do stuff for myself in and around everything else. And so when the pandemic kicked off and things were, you know, going to change, I knew that it would meant, you know, restriction on my time, how I was going to manage things, managing, managing as well, not only logistics, but the emotional side of things. Um, it was a big thing because it was like, okay, you need to bolster yourself, take digest this news, take it all in, decide how to navigate it, but also be quite conscious in how I'm going to navigate that as a mother and the impact that I would like to so well, soften in the impact on my children, particularly my eldest. Um, so yeah, the past 10 months has been a roller coaster. Um, it's been some fantastic days where we've made memories, we've made the most of it. Um, playing in the garden, enjoying more sunshine, enjoying the home, um, being grateful that we have the space, um, you know, and just little things, not taking them for granted. But similarly, it's also been, it's also been a challenge, you know, times when you just want that headspace to kind of gather yourself or, you know, I'm, I'm doing something with the baby, but then the other one needs me in homeschooling where I didn't, you know, I didn't sign up to be a teacher. As, and then coming, you know, kind of having to relinquish the traditional maternity leave, which you work so, so hard for as, as, a, as a working parent, um, you know, <laughs> you can hear the little one in the background, um, having to relinquish that. And there's no, and, and I think working mothers particularly, 
mothers in general have been left out of that picture um, in terms of recompense, um, you know, our emotional well-being, so many things. So yeah, so in to answer your question, it has been a roller coaster. There's been some days which plain sailing, other days which are complete circus. Um, yeah, which yeah. is which is completely normal, and I'm sure so many of our so many of our community can can resonate with that you mentioned something around um you know softening the impact of the pandemic for your kids especially your eldest one who is probably more aware of what's happening how have you gone how have you how have you tried to do that how have you you know how have you gone about that um it's yeah it's been a conscious sitting with myself and and not do you know I've had to purposely switch out the sort of some of the, the noise from external sources you know so that that sort of the fear narrative because for me I, the last thing I want is for her to feel scared you know because there were questions that arose about you know our mortality and and, and this and that and the other and, and just to suddenly go from having your time with your friends and being at school every day and doing your extracurricular activities to, to nothing under the guise of, you know, kind of imminent danger and, and stuff, and she's very aware, it's been a conscious effort to kind of, yeah, keep myself quite buoyant, connecting with people that, but can you bear with me? I'm just gonna quickly tend to the baby, two seconds. Absolutely fine. Do, do they wanna join us? Um, We won't just yet. <laughs> we should be, should be fine for now. But um, yeah, so, you know, as I was saying, it's kind of been a conscious effort not to, myself you know to, to, to take news in rationalize it um and you know make sure that we still have elements of fun we can still learn we still develop um we've had to navigate so many different things you know we've had bereavement in the family over this time there's been a lot of a lot of things about race and so on so it to be honest it's been a multi multifaceted approach where sometimes I'm probably doing great with it and other times I, I, maybe not so um you know but keeping keeping her occupied stimulated but then there are times when obviously my tank is running low um and sometimes I'm sharp and I'm short and I'm irritable but I'm quite honest um with speaking about our feelings you know managing emotions and um, we've used tools that have been available online and in books in how to manage in how to manage big feelings, which has been really helpful. And just speaking openly and honestly, uh, if that means having a cry when we need to, then doing that, if it means downing the books and going out for fresh air, um, but it, no no two days are the same. Yeah, and you've, gosh, you've touched on so many things there. I wanted to, you know, emotion is something which is a huge part, you know, I've got my, my feelings, my feelings word wheel behind me. Um, as something that I'm learning now as a grown woman to really sort of understand the different different varying emotions that I have with kids I imagine you know there's a fine line between wanting to show them emotion and that emotion is important and you want them to feel the feelings but I imagine there are some days where they where you're where you as a as a as a mom are feeling things that they shouldn't really or the you know they, it will be too much for them to to handle if you are really too openly honest. How do you find that balance for yourself and for them? Um, 
I'm not going to lie, it's difficult some days, you know, sometimes it has been literally, I, I've got, I've got a reel actually on my Instagram where, you know, there's been some, where it's, it's literally called real talk and there's some I days. I saw that. I, I saw that. Yeah. Like, yeah, and this is it. And so some days it's been going in the bathroom and, you know, crying, <laughs> crying privately. Um, and then just gathering myself. Other times it has been, I've had to just say, look, you know, I need some space for a moment. You know, I've, I've had to, I think potentially this whole, this whole situation has propelled many of us as parents, particularly parents of older children to have to broach emotions a bit more directly um but I for me I kind of I read up on stuff I go a lot with my intuition as well so if there are some things I think no she, she doesn't need to know about that or we don't need to discuss that then I, I, we won't go there but if she shows um an, an awareness and and she comes to me with questions um then I'm kind of guided by that um you know and as I say whether whether or not it's the right approach who knows but I think for me honesty honesty is kind of have been the best policy and also as as a woman and as a mother as you say we, we some of us have learned later on in life to kind of honor our true feelings um and that's something I would rather my daughters learn and and feel comfortable doing earlier on sooner rather than later yeah so so on it but some other times it has been taking myself away uh, whether it means getting in the car and going for a walk by myself because I'm I'm very much a I can be a bit of a lone wolf and I think that probably has something to do with being an only child for quite some time and it's just my personality I'm kind of very sociable but I also very much need my own time um so I, I just sort of say, just like, you know, you will go and play with your dolls by yourself for a while, or you might not always want to be smothered with hugs and kisses. Sometimes mummy needs her own time. And sometimes I need that time in order to be the best I can be or be a better, <laughs> a better, better mum, you know, be, be better company, engage, you know, actually taking what you're saying rather than kind of like, you know, it go in one ear and out the other ear, which sometimes it, it may do, but yeah. Gosh, that sounds really that sounds really lovely and I think as you say honesty is the best policy and and if and you know if she can sort of if you can instill that in her um, that understanding from a young age I think that will only hopefully have really kind of beneficial impacts as you kind of grow together as well yeah. which is really really nice um when we were talking about what we would discuss on on this episode you touched a lot on um kind of mindful parenting is that something that you were aware of before? Is it something that you've kind of read up about and you're like, I, I really want to sort of implement that? Have you found, how have you found it? What does it mean to you? Have you seen a sort of change? Has it helped over these last few months? Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't, I think that it's something that comes naturally. Um, so I think I've just always been a very child-centered person. Um, and I think as I've had gone through my own healings, you become aware of how important the inner child is. I could go off on a whole tangent on that, but you know, the connection to the inner child. And so from that perspective, I'm able to connect as a mother and an adult, but then also have the empathy from a child, child sense of view, if that makes sense. Um, 
and so I think I, th I, th I would like to feel that it's been helpful particularly at this time because you know just being able to see things from their point of view well you know this is because I think a lot of people they don't think about that they have the the news playing or the radio station or the, you know or they talk about stuff and they don't realize children are they're listening taking in every everything but they don't always have the tools to articulate um how it makes them feel so for me it's kind of always checking in being able to apologize where I've got it wrong um you know making a conscious effort to read materials I follow people on social media that, that that's their specialism um, which has been really helpful um you know and making an investment in that hoping that it that it pays off <laughs> mm, and I'm sure it will with mindful anything I think it, it definitely does yeah yeah and yeah it's, it's, don't always get it right but I think it's for anyone it's just having that conscious awareness is a great starting point you know to, to be mindful to check in with yourself to check in with those around you and, and when yeah when you're more self-aware you have a, a, probably a greater level of empathy with with others around you um so yeah and as you say it's not about you know you know you're not going to get it right every time and you, it, yeah. I don't think anyone ever will it's just about allowing yourself to to be better each time and learn from it and and just keep keep doing it right yeah um, exactly you mentioned um before that uh, you you had you, you know you, your family lost loved ones during these these last few months and I'm really sorry for for those losses you that must have been extremely difficult I can't imagine um what that was like um you also touched on race which is something that I wanted to talk to you about given that um you know these last 10 months you know have brought racial issues to the fore like never before the pandemic put the whole world on pause to really I guess, allow everyone to see what is really going on. There was no yeah. excuse to not notice this time. Right. How do you, or have you been discussing race and racial issues with your children, particularly obviously the eldest one? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Where to start? Yeah, I know, so Katrina, sorry. I'm asking you very big questions and hoping you'll be able to give me like succinct answers, which you have been doing. So take your time and, you know. No, it's, it's cool. I could sit here and chat with you all day because this is, I, I love, I, I do love a deep conversation. Um, uh, so again, some of it has been led by my eldest daughter because there's been snippets of news that she saw, you know, with certain events, tragic events or that have taken place and, and then, you know, hearing hearing more about race so it kind of it, it brought it brought it to the fore for her um in a way that didn't exist before of this um so it's it has been a sensitive a sensitive subject um in some ways though there's also been an opportunity for me to to delve a bit more into our ancestral lineage and to kind of you know, with doing the homeschooling to be able to step away or supplement what they teach in, in schools, you know, in the, in the national curriculum and supplement that with a lot more. Um, so we've sat and watched how I've tried to do it, spin it positively about how, you know, it's not, our story is not just about struggle and strife and, 
and it didn't start with slavery, you know, so teaching, teaching my children that, we, you know, we come from kings and queens and we, we our continents that we're from produce these amazing things that are enjoyed around the world and the difference, the, the positive impact that we've had. Yes, there have been obviously inequalities that still exist. Um, so, you know, what, what can we do to navigate that, to have a better self sense of self-awareness, self-pride in our heritage, to be able to speak proudly about our heritage and also to be able to hold people to account and to educate to a degree our counterparts what we've had to um but yeah it's been a it's been a big thing it's it's, it's and it's not always been easy because obviously you've got to make it age appropriate and 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 not in a way that makes your children feel like they're less than because they're, they're not but sometimes it's you know, it's difficult. Sometimes things will be portrayed in that way. Um, so I don't know that I can give you a succinct answer on that. But for me, it's just been definitely, you know, a lot more focus on on our ancestry, celebrating our ancestry, um, speaking more openly about it, and um, and acknowledging some of the difficulties, but knowing that the story doesn't didn't start and end there. You know. Um, and hopeful that that kind of gives a bit more of a sense of of pride um, and and confidence, and steers away from yeah looking at it through a lens of of suffering. <laughs> but it's a really big, 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 obviously massive topic, and it's a lifelong undoing. Yeah, unless for me as well. And then having to relearn stuff, so it it continues on. Yeah, yeah. And as you say, it's a it is a lifelong lesson, right? And and as she grows, you'll teach her different things, and she'll come up with yeah. different questions. And that, well, they both will. So, yeah. But that's um, I think that's very very good advice and very succinct answers. So yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, what are your? So we hopefully we're we're where are we now? Mid mid Feb vaccines are happening we are sort of getting to that place where we are so, so you know feeling more hopeful about things what what do you think you'll do as we sort of come out as as, as you know restrictions sort of lift what are your next what are, what are you most looking forward to with your family to be honest with you I because I have so tapped out of some of that mainstream narrative I've always had more of a hopeful approach even though there have been days when it's like oh my god you know this is hard going I've always had a hopeful approach and actually the bigger picture for me I believe that that some of this needed to happen so what I'm looking more forward to is because my perspective has changed on what really truly matters you know and how we spend our time and how we use our energy and the adventures that we want to take I think you know, more advent, more, more exploration. So, you know, of what's on our doorstep, you know, in here in the UK um, and more exploration of the wider world. We've been fortunate enough to travel, you know, overseas a lot, um, but I think definitely reconnecting without going, you know, back home. So the Caribbean, visiting Africa, visiting other cultures, you know, and learning more about them. South America, which is also our, our lineage. Um, so, you know, and connecting with people. So for me, the human nature, human essence is connecting with others. So I think 
it's you know celebrating having big celebrations again which is a large part of our culture learning from other people connecting with other people um yes you can do so much over an app and energy does transcend and and yes thank god for technology but nothing beats actually meeting people face to face and um I've met a lot of amazing people over these platforms in this past 10 months that I didn't have any awareness and I'm from you know of before and I've learned a lot from them so actually meeting up with them um traveling that sort of thing that's what I'm sort of looking forward to but I'm, I'm grateful for the perspective because some of the things that were very important to me before or more important to me are less so now um you know, I think I needed, and I think I needed, and I think a lot of us needed that. Would yeah. you mind, and feel free to tell me to F off, um, <laughs> what, what are, you know, what are one or two of those things that you had prioritised before that you're saying now reframed aren't, aren't as important? Um, so this might sound a bit contradictory. Connecting, connecting is amazing, but I think before this, it was like, so many things were going on and and so many conflicting within one day we've got to be here there the other and saying yes to to multiple things when really it wasn't always a full-bodied yes all of that is a depletion of energy and time and, and resources so you know it's reframed that you know if I'm going to say yes to doing that thing or being in that group or meeting with that person is it full-bodied do I really want to do it you know and if I don't then I'm just not going to do it and 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 lessening that feeling of guilt in saying no to certain things. Um, I think the sort of consumerism aspect has been a big thing for me. It was so embarrassing. I felt so ashamed when like, when this all kicked off and I just had like looking at this wardrobe full of stuff that, you know, I can't wear because I'm just wearing the same tracksuit every other, like I've just got them on rotation. Like seriously, all this stuff, you know, I think from that perspective, you know, that's really reframed, you know, I'm not gonna, I'd rather invest in other ways, invest my money and my time um, in other ways that are gonna build more of a, a sustainable legacy. Um, so, so that it's reframed that, sustainable living, um, you know, career and opportunities and sharing my gifts, um, you know, what, what potentially I, I would deem as success before now, is, is very different and making sure that I do share my gifts. Like I've loved watching everybody over this past 10 months, like celebrities, just like, you know, everyone is, everyone re recognizes that they are as important as the person they may be lauded as a celebrity before this. And just sharing my writing, sharing my healing, um, you know, my healing abilities, learning more personally and, you know, making a, a sustainable career and, as I said, a legacy and touching people with that, I think is more important to me now than my previous frame of success. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. And they are beautiful things to have learned and reframed. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've learned, uh, you know, it's helped me put things in perspective. You know, all some of the things you've just said is definitely resonating with me now. Um, I have one final question for you, Katrina. This has been like a wonderful, wonderful um, chatting to you. One final question. Um, and I'm gonna ask, I'll ask everyone this. Um, 
motherhood is never two days of the same. It has its ups and downs and its rounds and rounds. But in this moment today, right now, how would you describe motherhood? Oh my gosh, you got all the big questions today. <laughs> um, how would I describe motherhood? Even if it's just one word. Oh God, yeah, I'm not ever capable of doing anything. In <laughs> um, see, this is where you look at my, this is where you'll look at my posts. And I think because no two days are the same, it, it, it comes through and it kind of channels as, as whatever is, is the feeling at that, at that moment. I think today, motherhood is a conscious, for me, a conscious attempt to, as I always say, build on what, the mothers before me, my lineage <clears throat> and, and around me as influences have, have done, but to better that where I can and to, to know that I've sort of sowed seeds within my children or with any young person that comes into my sphere of influence to, to love yourself, to, to, to get to know yourself. Um, for me as well, it's learning not to impart what my ideal is too much on my children, which is every day that's a big learning journey and to allow their true essence to, to shine through and to learn from them. It's a two way thing. Um, gosh, I, I can't do this in one word, but it, it, well, I haven't have, I clearly, but it's, it's yeah, loving yourself to the core able to be able to provide them with an amazing amount of love and the right type of love um and it's a journey it's a journey of exploration and it will continue to change as i evolve um and as they grow you know and it's kind of trying to capture and harness and find gratitude in it all even when it is a complete shit show um, <laughs> um that that's a really deep question but i'm sure you'll You'll find it in one of my posts somewhere because yeah, yeah. I, that was beautifully said. I mean, there's no way I could ask a writer to give me one word. So I completely, completely, completely appreciate that. And, and what you've said is, you said so many beautiful, wonderful phrases and, and things there. That I know, you know, I know that so many people will will be able to kind of um, resonate with. Um, yeah. Gina, thank you so much for talking to me. It has been wonderful to get to know you a bit better and to share your story with our community. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Ariane. It's been amazing speaking with you. Really comfortable. Like, as I said, I could sit here all day uh, <laughs> if the babes would allow. But yeah, no, it's been lovely. And no doubt we'll speak again. Definitely. And uh, thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to